Welcome to a fresh new episode of Creative Indifferences. As always, boo, boo, sorry, boo, scary Halloween. Uh, as always, Whoa. I am Colton Bazinus. Skitter, skitter, skitter. And it's me, Kurt Hoffman. That's also always here. Yep. And then uh, over there on the ones, the zeros, the dotting the t's, and and crossing the i's is of course Nick Gammon, producer extraordinaire. Nick, mm. I don't know if we ever asked you, do you like that intro? Uh, it's just... Like, I, uh, I don't know if we ever... D- I like uh, crossing the I's, dotting the T's. Thank you. I, okay. I don't know if we ever dropped your full name on here before. Sorry. We can bleep uh, it if you want. You can bleep I mean, it and kill we'll, Bill. We'll, we'll, reda- we'll like reda- redact it. in text on the internet, that's usually fine. But uh, As long as people can't like actually associate you with the... As long as you can't find it in a Google search, <laughs> that's okay sure. with me. Okay, as that's as long fine. as you can't Google search Nick Gammon. If you actually fine. listen, thanks for listening, You know, then you can get my full name. That's part of the benefit of... Uh, His social security in. number is... One of the only yeah. benefits of listening <laughs> to the actual pod. All right. Yeah, next week's producer pick, you'll get my banking info. Oh, for sure. <laughs> well, today we have an actually uh, a very special episode because uh, a friend is here uh, that's very near and dear to all of our hearts. It's the one, the only, Eric Spooky Dominguez in the house. Hello, my spooky babies. How's it going, crew? Hey, buddy. Good to good to it's hear the dulcet baby. tones of Spooky Dominguez here on Honor. So you guys still record this, huh? We do every <laughs> almost every week. Hey, I mean we see we take it after you guys. Yeah, we kind of keep up with your schedule. <laughs> hey, we nice. got uh, twenty listeners on two episodes now, so you better watch your fucking yeah. back, buddy. The empire is yeah, coming. Turning me on edge, <laughs> knocking you off the top, son. Now, Colton, I just wanted to before we start. I just want to. I just want to know. Can you see what pic with, with the picture I have for my profile is? I sure can. Okay, cool. Um, and I've always loved it. Okay, cool. If you can go ahead and describe it for the sure. listener. Sure. Um, it is the uh, the older mob boss from Goodfellas in the scene where he is in prison uh, slicing the onions with a tiny little razor blade with his fingers. Uh, it, is, it is that particular scene, and it's, I would say, pretty indicative of how Spooky Dominguez approaches all of his professional work. Yes, with a, with a thin, precision, razor blades. Onions. Razor blade focus. Onions, just onion folks. And, and you're, just, you guys are uh, getting, you're getting the best. You're gonna best me. Just I'm, eat some. I'm, I'm sober right now. Soup just woke up a couple I hours ago. So. A couple hours, dude. Eric, um, before we get into up. before we get into today's pitch, I was actually wondering, could I ask you some questions about your pod? For sure, the On the Level podcast yeah, with Jordan and Eric. Sometimes Jordan shows up. Sometimes yeah. he doesn't. Sometimes only Eric. <laughs> sometimes sometimes it's only just Eric. Eric. Could be the um, Eric show. What what happened to the uh what happened to the soundboard? Uh so look, I got to go uh, <laughs> look, I am uh, on, I'm uh, I'm actually right now in the middle of a huge protest. I'm protesting this company called Zencaster. Oh. They're the ones providing <laughs> the soundboard really? and uh their service is such is horseshit and I can't uh, use it. So the soundboard is MIA right now. I don't think it's coming back anytime soon. Sadly, I know you guys were big fans of it. Oh yeah, but uh, I mean, yeah. look, we're working on some alternatives. I th- I'm gonna get a guy in here. His name is uh, Jeff 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 Big, and uh, Jeff, he Jeff does uh, he does actually drops from his own voice, mm. and he uh, he's actually he was actually the uh, backup guy from Police Academy. You know the, oh, the famous the the not Carl Winslow guy. No, 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 yeah, yeah. He was the uh, stand-in for him, and but he uh, he also works on a uh, sound impression. So, 
you'll be hearing a lot of that coming up in the f- following weeks. Well, I'm certainly excited for that. Uh, that was really the only question I had. Mm-mm. Okay. Um, so, uh, as I understand it today, you are bringing us a very special pitch. Uh, I, I think this is probably... Uh, this episode's probably just gonna miss Halloween, but if you're still feeling spooky right after Halloween, then boy, are you in luck. Uh, Colton, before we start, I think we should uh, plug uh, plug our uh, our upcoming project. Well, I was gonna do that at the end, but well, I think we should put it here because you know okay. who actually makes it to the end of these, huh? That's a great question. I don't know. <laughs> I don't see the statistics. <laughs> the beginning is just the even question. I can now, tell you. To be I, I can tell you to the T exactly how many people start the episode. So I mean that this is the start. So me and Colton we're working on a project. It's called the uh, Too Bad. No, is it too big wow, to bail? I'm sorry. Too big to fail. It's too big to fail. Both twos podcast. are the number two, and it is about us watching, uh, suggesting to each other to watch movies that we will find unbearable. And, We've watched uh, such hits as well, S. Darko, uh, Soul Man, oh God, Joe's Apartment. Yeah, so um, the Christmas a, Lodge. A lot of real classic stinkeroos. Um, I've never heard of any of those. Oh, like, awful! Well, movies. they're great. I think you'd love them all. Um, I think Kurt would. You'd be a huge fan of Soul Man. Just going, just, uh, just. Uh, I think you should watch that on your own. It's an I don't know. I think Colton let it on an audible, an audible. Oh God! After that one, so I, I, don't, I, I didn't don't care for it myself, uh, but mostly because of the racism. Uh, well, yeah, that's and so. So basically, it is a podcast that is trying to revolve around positivity towards things that are difficult to be positive about. Uh, oh, okay. So like everyday life. Yes. Uh, I thought it would really kind of be on brand for how uh, we're all just trying to get through it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that is okay. uh, the Too Big, Too Fail podcast coming soon to a speaker near you. Actually, probably out right now if you look it up. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Well, that's done and out of the way. Spooky, you have a pitch for us today, right? So, we, you know, uh, as as the listeners may not know, actually, because I never, uh, uh, they don't know me, but um, I'm a huge fan of theme parks. Not because of I'm not I'm not one of these Disney whores who like to just go to Disney and put on the ears and take pictures in front of the stupid fucking castle. I like the nitty gritty. Uh, I you, like the you I do like do the that. past sticker holders on your car. You no, know, fuck that. I love what I like about going to theme parks is just seeing how the machine works. You know, seeing how seeing the ride. Oh, you love the, the machine. He's got a beautiful I love mind. A good machine. Look, I <laughs> uh, love a good the, machine. I take my own oil vibration. and I rub the oil all over the machine. Mm. Oh, um, man. You've been asked not to do that, haven't you? I've heard you slipped out. But I just I love I love the thought that goes into into every theme park you know every good theme park has has a lot of thought going into it and you know the best theme park you know might my people might say is disneyland uh and uh there's a, Would a, you say a particular ride in disneyland that i think Are you is people? uh stands out from all the rest and that's the haunted mansion mm, mm, my mm. favorite disney uh disney uh land and uh, magic kingdom ride a genuine Not because of the uh, classic not because it's a crazy ride or nothing, just because it's just so darn beautiful in there, and uh, <laughs> you can't you can't, can't, can't get any better than that. See, I've only ridden it once, rode it once, and I just like don't have any memory of the inside of the ride. Just like kind of the entryway to it is kind of like a graveyard. Yep, and that's, that's it. it. I really don't. 
Eric, have you written the original one, or have you only written the Florida-based uh, uh, r- replication? I have not been to Disneyland proper. I've only been to Disney World, okay. Magic Kingdom, Epcot, uh, Disney Hollywood Studios, Animal Kingdom. Okay, all right. The works. <laughs> now, Eric, you're also so a, a theme park insider based off of your time working at Universal Studios. That's true. Oh, Whoa. yes. Yes, I can tell you all the great spots to hide and eat uh, eat frozen treats yeah all well on the clock what are the best frozen treats eat the frozen butterbeer out of the bag right with your hand Uh, well it wasn't the butterbeer nick it was the topping of the butterbeer and i yes i used to (laughs) oh the butterscotch foam just uh, just put a straw in it oh lap it up like a kitty if i had a straw there would be many of the bags missing it was just uh me squirting into my big old mouth area nice (laughs) So, Eric, what you're telling me is while at work Uh, at Universal Studios, you would find dark corners of the park to sit and eat this sweet Well, Colton, there weren't just dark corners. There were massive uh, walk-in freezers that were outside. (laughs) I would hide in the walk-in. Dude, so many people would walk into the freezer while I was hiding in there eating butterbeer or eating like a, a... an ice cream sandwich or something. And I, I thought you looked like, uh, like, uh, like just no, like no, I would, no, I would look like it, park it, employees. Those freezers, the, those walk-in freezers are so huge. Like there was a lot of boxes high. around, and I would just hide in there <laughs> hours on end. The undefeated champion of hide and seek. Now you guys are familiar with the uh, um, the area at the Universal, like the prop Universal, like the proper one. It's uh, the Italian. It's like the uh, you know where the pizza place is near the Starbucks. It's right yes, before yeah, Harry like Potter in the, World. In the New York area. Yeah, in the yeah, New York area. There's like, and it, there's this place. There's this little building right across the street where uh, the uh, Beetlejuice's graveyard Bonanza used to be at. Oh, where oh, Fast okay, and the yeah. Furious is now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you go, there's like this little weird building that's like a, it's a storefront, and there, obviously you can't go inside because just there's nothing there, but. There's actually, like, if you walk in, it's like a storage area, and there's a shit ton of Dippin' Dots in there. Hmm. So if you're ever at Universal and you want a little quick treat. <laughs> <laughs> Just walk into their mouth open. A couple you're dots. fucking kicked out forever. Oh, man. Worth it, though, right? Depending on Good how many Dippin' Dots you get to is before the door they not locked? Uh, no, open. door is not locked. Also, if you guys, if you ever, if you're going in during, if, you know, whenever COVID lifts and we get back to Halloween Horror Nights, mm. if you guys wear like a, a black shirt and and, a, and it says event staff on the back, you can pretty much go anywhere. That is interesting. Yeah, you can, they won't, no one will stop you. Before we get into uh, your, your pitch uh, in the grand scheme, I think it would be uh, probably wise to cover... Uh, a little bit of what the actual haunted mansion is. Yeah, help me remember it. So uh, basically, it is an attraction at Disney World and Land. Uh, it was originally pitched as a kind of walkthrough museum of the weird type type uh, type thing, where you just like walk through and see weird oddities, uh, and then. It was decided that that was not such a good idea, and why don't we make it a ride that's just like a haunted house that you go through. And so, <coughs> basically, it is like modeled after like a New Orleans-styled, uh, dilapidated old house um, where you you file in, in line through a, a graveyard. It's like a graveyard, yeah. yeah. There's like, and don't uh, they have like things like talking in the in the lo- so they're, line they're, a little bit? All and of like... the the gravestones kind of have little jokes and and fun little bits on them, and some of them do have like animatronic little like things that happen. 
Uh, I think there was like a little like pavilion with stuff you like looked at. Yeah, in recent times they've added like um, they've added a lot more interactive like tombstone stuff uh, to to it, and that's fun. Um, A lot of the tombstones in the beginning of the line have uh, references to uh, old Disney projects. You can see the the grave of Mister Toad and Frog there, I believe, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, where Mister Mister Toad is uh, safely resting in hell. <laughs> I mean, what he what he did that to is, that's people how the Armenian genocide that's will not how be it ends is he does go to hell. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, gotta love, gotta love, gotta love a cautionary tale. Uh, so basically, how... what happens is you you after you kind of get inside the building, the all of the employees are are dressed like maids and butlers who are just kind of I don't know if they're supposed to be dead. But they're they look sleepy. They look tired. Uh, and so you you get into a room and you hear uh, you hear the the deep voiced narration that's kind of going to explain to you what's up with this house. And he's is that the ghost host? That's the ghost host. So yeah. So he's the just kind of he just like host. talks throughout the whole ride, right? Yeah, like... yeah. He like pipes in every so often. Like when you enter a new room on the ride, he'd be like, "Guess what this is? It's the spooky cafe." Uh, <laughs> and so basically, he explains that this house is haunted by nine hundred and ninety nine ghosts, and it's just looking for one more. And it could be you, buddy. Uh, oh wow! And so basically, there's a there's like a trick where the the room appears to be growing. Uh, so the portraits on the wall also kind of grow and reveal that the people in the portraits are kind of, uh, embracing grisly fates. Uh, there's like a, a woman who appears to have just been standing with an umbrella, but when you zoom out, it is her standing on a, uh, wire above a hungry alligator. Uh, there oh, is man. A, a man who is like a frontier man with crossed arms and he was apparently sitting on the shoulders of two other guys who were slowly sinking into quicksand. Uh, there was a, another guy who, uh, he's just sitting on a, a lit thing of dynamite, uh, you know, things of that nature. It's all kind of cartoony, uh, but it is, I would say notably kind of dark. It's fun, but it's like, Ooh. Yeah. It's, that's a, that's cool. Yeah. It's a it's a cute ride. I really do enjoy it. Just you know, like the, there's nothing like it anywhere else in Disney. No, yeah, it's the only part of Disney that's like really kind of willing to get like morbid. <laughs> yeah. Even if it's just lightly so. So basically you you file through you, you get in what is called a doom buggy and basically it's a constantly moving ride. So you go through like the hallways, portraits change, you see like a floating candlestick. Um there are like there's like a room that's like those those kind of impossible things where there's like upside down stairs and like you know things hallways that go nowhere. Uh, the doors will appear to be breathing. You'll see a, a phantom piano player. They do a lot of the Pepper's Ghost uh, trick, which is like basically a mirror reflecting something out of the floor so that it appears kind of translucent. So there's a lot of like animatronic ghosts doing you know ghost things. There's a lot of dancing ghosts. They're all, there's a song that kicks in pretty quick. Uh, Time to bust this ghost. Yeah, I got both some ghosts. And so there's like, um, you know, Grim Grinning Ghosts is like the famous song that plays. And you see like the ghosts are all kind of, they're not, there's almost no 
maliciousness to these ghosts. They're all just kind of doing their thing, and it's like you just have to watch them live their 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 de- ghost lives. Their ghost well, lives, exactly. Their unfinished business. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so yeah, you, you file through several different rooms until you exit the house to the um. It's still indoors, but it is like the outdoor cemetery part where it's just things are popping up. And this was the scariest part for me as a kid is because there were tombstones that uh, just heads would pop up from behind them. And they were awful to look at. They were just like, um, I don't know. They were just real scary when I was a, a, ch- a chillin. And uh, and that's what got me as, as a, a kid. It's a bummer that I never got to, like, experience this as, like, a kid where, like, you know, that would scare you, you know? Like, like the, like the seeing all this stuff is like, oh, I could see how it would scare a kid. I think, but for I me, think it's just the, like, uh, the biggest thing that would scare, that, that scares kids is the anticipation of being scared. Uh, because now, it, it's such a yeah. wind-up. It's such a wind-up. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, isn't there, like, what about, like, isn't there, like, a crystal ball lady? Yeah, so in the, once you're in the house, you do go through a room where there is uh, a woman whose face is projected in a crystal ball that's floating in the middle. Uh, and it, that is Madame okay. Leota, and she's basically doing chants and stuff that's just like, you'll never get out of this place. When that, when the first, I think when the ride first came out, that was, like, the big attraction, like, was seeing that little head in the, in the glass ball. Oh, yeah, I remember. like, how the heck? How the, How the heck, heck did they, they, they do, do that? that? Um, and so they've recently one. They kind of um, went back in recent years. I say recent, but it's more like the '90s is when they started doing this. Is they went through and added kind of more uh, ghosts with stories within the house. So there's mm-hmm. like um, the the Black Widow Bride kind of who um, she, you just go through a room where you see her with portraits of different men and then as you go by the heads of the men disappear and then you see uh her wedding dress on a dummy in the corner and then she appears within the dress and then holds up an axe and so it's like ooh, spooky she's a murderer um and so uh there's also like a character called the hat box ghost that is basically it's like it's kind of a famous story because of Guillermo del Toro has this weird obsession with it and so it was an animatronic that was in the original house that uh, disappeared for a while and then Guillermo del Toro made such a thing out of it that they they brought it back Uh, and basically it is a ghost that is holding a hat box uh, and then he lifts the hat box up and his head disappears and reappears in the hat box okay I think I remember that he's kind of got a ghoulish look to him the all of the ghosts kind of like are these cartoony, like you know, Bugs Bunny esque, like ghouls. Yeah, I mean, and when was this ride made? Uh, it oh, was man. first made in, uh, let's see, nineteen. Well, I wish this article I had in front sure. of me was a little more. Yeah. <laughs> opening da- opening date was August ninth, uh, nineteen sixty nine, <laughs> fifty one years ago. Uh, it's my brother's yeah. birthday. Yep. So and then it opened uh, opened two years later in uh, Magic Kingdom, October first, nineteen seventy one, forty nine. So Walt didn't get to see this one. Um, Wait, isn't this whole thing? He had like very different plans for the. 
Well, yeah, he had told he had told the uh, the guy who had originally been put in charge of designing it. He's like, look, make it a make it a walk through maze so that it'll eat people up, and like we can just like trap people in a house for a little while, and they won't be so worried about. And it was air conditioned, cool, so yeah. people will just want to go in there for a little bit. I like the idea uh, of Walt Disney spending like the time on his deathbed, where people are coming to visit him, just telling them like what they should do to his theme parks. <laughs> I mean, of course, it was his whole life. Put yeah, I don't nine hundred and ninety nine ghosts. In the the I don't know why. Sure, there's okay. trash cans every ten feet. The Please. weird thing was, um, this no built- chewing gum, damn it, no chewing gum. So they built the outside. Words. They built the outside of this thing. His famous last words Wait, were Kurt Russell. So. Kurt Russell. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. <laughs> yeah, that's insane. Um, Kurt Russell. Kurt, the the Russell. Kurt Russell. And he's like, Kurt Russell was like a sixteen-year-old kid, I think. Yeah, he was like, like he was like in a couple of Disney movies at that time, and they told I, they told him that, and he's like, I don't what <laughs> yuck. What, like, huh? Keep my name out of your mouth, the old key. man. The key. Like so Kurt Russell? Basically, Kurt Russell. Um, Believe. They made, they, they had planned on making the interior of this thing for a long time, but what they did was they just built the exterior of this old Louisiana house, and it just sat empty for like six years. And so people would walk by, like, going to Disneyland, and they're like, well, what the fuck is that? And they were like, it's nothing. You can't go in there. And so that's just how it was for six years. People just, like, thought it was uh, an empty building. And uh, then they, after after Walt died, they were like, "All right, well, we should put something in there." And indeed, they Man. did. Uh, I don't know; it's that old. Or like, oh yeah, it's super did they, old. Did they re, did they remodel it? They or? revamp. They like kind of take in take in the uh, figures every so often and clean them up and make sure they're working. Uh, yeah. But a lot of the, a lot of them look pretty similar to how they did before. That's cool. Yeah, like, I'm glad that this this is like one of the rides that'll just like make it through. It's like yeah, I don't it's, see them ever replacing this ride. No, it's iconic. It's yeah. like and, and it and it's still so beloved. It's not like one of the rides like Autopia, which is just like cars going in a circle. Like that is probably gonna go. And it's an yeah. opening. It's like I, think I remember that one. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you like bake your car or something? No. No, that's that's a uh, test that's track. Test, test track. Test track. Yeah. Chevrolet think, sponsored again. test track. I think yeah, but... uh, I think we've kind of covered enough of what the ride is. If you want to get into what your pitch for a movie would be, <clears throat> so this pitch, you know, I'm like I'm going for a PG-13 type of feel. You know, it's 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 a Disney movie, so we gotta get it, make it for the kiddies. You gotta make it for the adults. You know, a little mixture of both. Mm. Now, Just to clarify, my... is this a follow-up to the Eddie Murphy film? This is not a follow-up to the Eddie Murphy film. This is an original pitch. Okay. Um, Inspirations for this are Scooby Doo, um, the movie, mm-hmm. the movie, uh, just like that. You'll see. Um, I'll see. But but uh, that let me see. Shit, I'm in already. So I only have one actor that I will I, that needs to be in this. And Colton sent me a video of him yesterday talking about his love for Haunted Mansion. It's Ryan Gosling will play the lead. Mm-hmm, that's true. Will, okay. So the movie wanna, starts off. Do you want to address what he was talking about? So Ryan Gosling was just talking about how much he hates Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> uh, he was. There is a there is a controversial overlay that they do on the Haunted Mansion. Yeah. They just stick the Nightmare Before Christmas into it, uh, mm-hmm. and they start doing it at Halloween uh, instead of Christmas. So they're bringing Christmas into Halloween, and he does not like that. Neither do I. 
to be frank. I, for, I, stand, I stand with Ryan. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, no. I stand behind Ryan. I'm behind him now, too, now that I know this fight exists. I know Nick wants to be behind him another way, but we'll get to another story. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> don't put your, don't put uh, your think, fantasies on our uh, guy. Think, don't project on him. I think we know who would be behind who. That's a pretty, <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty safe projection, though. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so the movie starts off with, this is a little, it's, uh, it's going to start off at the Hollywood Tower of Terror. Oh. With Ryan Gosling and his crew solving that case. Okay. He's and it's him, uh, his cameraman, James Johnson, and his uh, his co-partner and his, his producer, Phoebe Wallace. Okay. So this is like a ghost hunting show? Ghost, oh, I'm not sure if I wanted to be a show or just like their private investigators hired by like uh, certain oh, okay. like lawyers or like property management groups to like try to, because they, they need to sell this so piece like of land, but it's haunted. Does does Ryan Gosling have a crazy Cajun accent like uh, James Bond does? And the uh... he will have oh, I, I'm not, that would be I, good. He'll have like he'll have a Southern accent. He'll have a Southern accent because this is where this is I where think the he story could probably begins. do Southern. He uh right. he gets a call. Didn't he get married on a plantation? He should be familiar with it. No, that's Ryan Ron- Reynolds. Oh right. Okay. Wrong Ryan. This Wrong one's Ryan. not problematic, Nick. Yeah. A swing and a miss. Ryan Reynolds not allowed in this movie. Stop trying no. to wiggle out of your date with, Ryan, with Ryan Gosling. So he gets a call from his old uh, his old uh, childhood friend who is now a lawyer at his hometown. This is this this will not be taking place in New Orleans like uh okay. like uh it's going to be taking place at this a real life uh uh, it, it's in well the the ride the the house at the haunted mansion inspired inspired that is inspired by it's called the Shipley uh, Lidecker House. It's in uh, Maryland, mm-hmm. and if you Google the house, it looks it's like a one for one re- uh, like, the one in it Florida, looks like right? the haunted mansion. Yeah, um, each uh, each Disney park does have a different haunted mansion. Uh, yes, and they're each kind of inspired by different architecture from different parts of the, mm-hmm. the world. That I like, this, I like the way this house looks, and it's it's not going to be just a house. It's going to be like a huge like plot of land. Okay. It's going to be like a hundred acres piece of land. Like there's like ha- like it used to be a former plantation. There's like ha- like little like there's a little town attached to it. There's a little a lot of stuff going on. So he's always it's called it also has the name around town. It's called the Phantom Manor, which is also what uh, the haunted mansion is known by. Uh, he he gets a call on his friend who's a now a property lawyer and he he's asking him for a favor like a lot of kids are going missing but a lot of missing people just a lot of stuff going on here and the police are useless as usual yes uh so he takes his crew and they go down there it's and uh so here's where the story begins their car breaks down like this is like a huge piece of land like it's it's going to take like 30 minutes it's a 30 minute car ride from the beginning from like the entrance to get to the house you have to go through a lot of different uh, windy roads and stuff so their car breaks down right in the middle of of this piece of land in this like weird town and uh you see he starts to see a bunch of these uh he starts to see shadows moving and walking and stuff and he's they're all kind of creeped out and then out of nowhere out of the fog a phantom buggy appears mm. operated now who is with Ryan? Ryan isn't alone. No, he's it's with his, his whole crew. crew. It's his crew. The it's whole, uh, okay. Who's J- in his crew? Like James Johnson and Phoebe Wallace, and also okay. Ryan Gosling's name and uh, his name is Claude Coates, mm. which I is like, a reference. I see to... that. I'm, I can see that page. Uh, it's someone who contributed ideas to the project. 
Yeah, I liked his name, so we're going to go with it. Uh, so it's this buggy appears, and there's a small man inside the buggy, and it's this uh, like the skinny horse, like you can t- like this looks like this horse is dead, but it's it's somehow alive, and they all get in the buggy, and the man starts to tell them of who the about the family and the family. I'm not sure what I have. I don't have a name for the family, but he tells them that they're no longer here, and the whole plot of land is being watched over by the the head butler Moria. And uh, Moria is a uh, he's an interesting fellow. We'll get to him. We'll get to him. Moria. But, so they get in the buggy and they they start asking questions. And all of a sudden, the small man like they look away because they see like just more rustling happening outside the buggy. And as soon as they turn back, the horse, the man, the man driving the buggy, the the small man that was with them disappeared. And they're in the middle of this field, surrounded by zombies. Zombies. Lifeless Zom. corpses. Whoa! Are, and they're are, and they're moving toward the lifeless corpses are moving towards them. Moving towards them like they're gonna get oh, them. No. They're gonna get uh, them. Right out of the gate, huh? Yes. Yeah, so uh, Ryan, uh, so Claude Coates, he springs into action. He starts to. He uh he takes the torch that was on the buggy and he holds it over his head and the zombies are afraid of fire now this is a big thing the the, the creatures do not like fire okay so he was able so- to fend them off and uh, they get to this small shack uh, that they find in this town like, I don't know what if he has does does he have anything else but the fire like does he have like a um, brass knuckles? Yeah, what qualifies like, uh, really quick? What qualifies like, like Claude? Co- is he like a? Is he like touched? Like or? he's like a. Uh, I would say he's like he has a little bit of the shining in him. You know. Okay, he has so a, he's like a, he's kind of medium. Medium, medium esque. He. Uh, I'm not sure if he has like a a patented weapon or anything. He kind of just uses his wits and whatever's nearby. He's kind of like very MacGyvery, you know. He's able to jig stuff around. <laughs> he's a bottle of holy water. He just drenches his bare knuckles in. <laughs> he becomes immortal. He just uh, bare knuckle boxes. He blesses with... the water. He's ordained. He's a, he's a priest. He's a right. priest. Oh, you know what? I'll make James <sighs> Johnson a priest. I'll make him okay. like a, a traveling priest that comes with him. And uh, Father Johnson. Father Johnson. Big Johnson, they call him. Big Johnson, maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe Big a Father Johnson. That, like, fell out of belief. That's you know? Father like, Big yeah. Johnson. He's like the. You remember the guy from Nathan for You, the priest who uh, exercises. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> he's like that. Okay, so he's like a, he's like a a man of our size. Yes, he's a big boy. Uh, they they start to kind of uh they they they're they're starting their investigation. They know this is all right. Now we got to start. We got to get to the main house. So. Uh, they're a little bit closer. Is the buggy now. gone? Huh? Did the buggy just leave them in the field? Well, the buggy's there. There's just the horse is gone and the man are gone. So it's just oh, a buggy. okay. So it's just a, okay. Yeah, that's pretty. So uh, they can. So they they able to uh, dodge the zombies, and they get they find a, a man, a, a normal man. He's like the he. You could tell that he's. He doesn't. He looks like he hasn't eaten in days, and he has like a like. You oh, remember like the, the, man. the the man, the grave digger from Haunted Mansion with the dog, at the uh, end. Oh, the animatronic. Yeah. Yes. Imagine him, like he, that character. So, like a groundskeeper kind of guy. Yeah, and he tells them what's been happening, and he tells them that he can't. He can't leave. Um, he can can't leave like the plot Eugene, of land. Can we get like Eugene Levy for this role? Sure. You can Is get he anybody. too funny? And, you, and he tells them that there's 
like there's a lot of people living like regular people living on this piece of land but they can't leave because if they leave they die interesting or, so they're living on the land like a like in like well here's like, the thing uh they can't if they if they touch sunlight or sunlight touches them they evaporate the normal people yeah they tell them they tell them that their shadows have been stolen oh okay so they can't go out in, in the middle of the day so uh the uh the, he hears the story and he then so then the crew kind of kind of makes uh puts a plan together to get to the main mansion uh they get to the main mansion and and it's just there will be hijinks happening within that point of time between then and the mansion but i don't have anything so did um, the buggy man steal their shadows when no them- so that the, the shadow stealing happens at the main mansion by okay. the head butler moria okay so, he so do you want to d- throw any specific like from the ride scares in like in yes, the approach yes. to the? So a lot of the people like uh, you can have like, like the, the um, there's those um, the what do you call them? The busts that that are singing. busts. They're they're called the uh, what are they called? I don't know. I don't remember. Uh, they're called the singing busts. I think yeah. I think they're just called the singing busts. Um. Yeah, so they they meet all the famous Constance Hathaway. Oh, uh, I, ha- I can actually name the singing busts. Apparently, they have lore. Yeah, they do have lore. I'm There's of course to... my favorite Rollo Rumpkin, uh, Uncle Theodore, cousin mm-hmm. Algernon, Ned Nub, and uh, of Ned course Nub. Phineas P. Pock. So all these uh, all these ghosts will be uh, in there, but then uh, do you remember? Five of the busts of with the twin—they're called the Dread Family. There's a there's a family called the Dread Family. Whoa. Their busts are seen when, when while waiting in line and are part of the interactive queue as a murder mystery for the guests to solve. Mm. Now, are, is the so, Dread Family a family of white people with dreadlocks? Yes. <laughs> Problematic <laughs> family. I bet you can smell them when they creep up on you. <laughs> oh, uh, so. Uh, they go. They meet. They meet some of these ghosts. They meet like some of the uh, the uh, the uh, portrait ghosts, like okay. the red, the 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 wear the wear cat lady, a lady uh, reclining on a daybed, changes into uh, a striped panther, the aging man. So are these, these kind of like throwaway gags, like the Beetlejuice, like walking through? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they get to the mansion and. The lights are on and the doors are open. Moria invites them in and he tries to sweet talk them, but he can't sweet talk uh, Claude Coates. He knows what's up. Um, Moria, goes, do you have uh, also, like give him the heads up, right? Do you have uh, an actor yeah. in mind for Moria? Uh, Just so I, do I can not, visualize. Um, open to suggestions. You can use your. Who's like a hmm. hmm. Michael Caine. You need someone who's like, <laughs> give like a scary presence. I would go for like a Benicio del Toro. Oh yeah, maybe a del Toro, or I was gonna say what like a Javier who? Bardem. Oh, mm. Benicio's good. Javier Bardem's good. Who's the guy who plays the fish man in Hellboy? <laughs> um. Oh. Uh, uh, oh shit. <laughs> He's Doug made Jones. several appearances on this. Doug yes. Jones. <laughs> Doug Jones. Doug Jones, he'll play. He'll definitely have a part in this movie. But well, of um, course, he looks like a ghost. He is a ghost. He looks like He's both a ghost and man. a skeleton. So they invite him in, and 
they immediately get split up. Uh, they're both in different sections of the house. Okay, I see where Scooby Doo's coming in. Um, all three of them. All three of them are they get separated. Do we have a Scooby Doo esque character that we can maybe just like throw in the mix here for the kids? Uh, yes, Claude Coates will have a uh, will have a chinchilla that's with him all at all times. Ooh, that's gonna sell product. Harry, his name is uh, Chico. Chico, Chico the chinchilla. Chico chinchilla. Chico, Chico, Chico the chinchilla. chinchilla. Can he not that's like speak any like human language or anything like that? Yes, no. he actually, he actually he just, like, make, a, a, he's a telepathic uh, like, chinchilla. This, this this ghost that Claude he, Coates was exercising went into, it went into the chinchilla, and now the ghost is now possessing the chinchilla. He can talk, why don't you but just only give him Claude. like a stuffed animal that was possessed that he talks oh, to that people don't understand why? Although I feel like if there was a, a stuffed animal walking, what if it's okay? What if it's like a taxidermy chinchilla that is just moving? What if it just never moves? It's always in his coat pocket, and when he hears it talking, he just pulls it out and starts like talking to his coat pocket. And was like, "What the fuck is wrong with this guy?" That's good. Yeah, that's actually kind of interesting. I want to, yeah. Like you know, like, I like and that it's idea. like he's got... it could be even someone from his past. Like maybe his best friend died or something, and he's got like... <laughs> he carries like a shrunken head in his pocket. That just talks. <laughs> you to could. Him I mean, I read how those get made. That was terrifying. Uh, but I don't know. I like yeah, the something chin- he has like a stuffed. What's like? I feel like chinchilla. How big do chinchillas get? Like like a you have to take cat. care of them like like you really have to take care of them i think like if there's like all right then it's a hamster it's a, <laughs> it's a big big hamster <laughs> guinea pig then here we go well yeah, if we're gonna bad. put it in his pocket it needs to be like smallish hmm. hey, he's gonna have big pockets. Um, yes. all right so it's a dead hamster he carries with him yeah it's a dead hamster <laughs> possessed uh, by the soul of his stepbrother it's the bird from dumb and dumber just put this <laughs> Okay, uh, so they get split up Scooby Doo style. Get split up, and they they all go to different uh, parts of the mansion. Uh, okay. Claude goes to the main dining hall. Uh, James Johnson, okay. the priest, goes to the cellar. Phoebe Wallace goes to the uh, to like the uh, the garden. The uh, you know the the, sun the ghost room. garden. Okay, so so he so okay, Ryan Gosling room. is going to where the the famous like uh, dance uh, the dance party happens in the yes. ride. Yeah, that's like, like a, that's a where medieval... that main part will go. Yeah. Okay. Um, is all... he gonna witness the duel that happens? Because there's a, a yes. ghost duel. Yes, he'll witness. It, he'll witness it all, and uh, that, they'll actually talk to him because they're all being held prisoner by Moria. So okay. they're like, they, but they can't stop dancing. That's the curse. So they, they always have to be dancing. <laughs> okay, so, like, so hey, so well, to be like animatronics. Well. <laughs> Do they do they just like does food just come down for, on strings and they have to try and eat the food while they're dancing? Well, they're like, ghosts. They don't need. They're to eat ghosts. Food. They don't. Oh, know. these are ghosts. I thought these are people without their shadows. Okay, no. got it. The people without their shadows are all outside, right? Yeah, they, they all live in the outer, outer town okay. of the of the, of the uh, area. Okay. I guess okay. I guess he doesn't need to imprison them in his house if uh right their shadows are in the house somewhere. If the people can't leave, yeah. So he's got a big jar of shadows somewhere. So while uh, while the James Johnson the priest is investigating, he finds all the children in the basement. The are children? All, that there's children, missing children that have been. Oh right, missing. I forgot there were mm-hmm. missing children. Yeah, uh, they're all they're all in the, they're all down in the basement. And they have like IVs hooked up to them, like what? blood, and they're all like decrepit and like they're all falling apart. And so they're like uh, children are falling apart. So like yeah. children with Jack's disease. Huh? So they all have like Jack's disease. Yeah. 
Or are we and talking the, more of like a uh, uh, Mr. Benjamin Button kind of deal? They're all like are, we, old. are we talking are we about talking Blade? About, how they uh, just like Doctor Sleep up style? Tim, uh, uh, Timothy Tomboy. Oh, uh, so cure, they so they've the been wellness. ripped to shreds. The cure <laughs> cure to wellness. So they have been stabbed several times with knives. Uh, so they they tell they're alive and they're some the other twos are heading up to like this one part of the house that they can't that they don't know where it's going and he just sees it he so he he frees all the children but they can't move they all need like atten- medical attention. Oh, so, so uh, a pretty worthless effort on his part. No. What if they were, so what if he, they were cursed? He, finally, a priest helping children. Yeah, right. <laughs> I was a little nervous when you brought. We're trying to break. We're trying to break, we're trying to break the walls, script. Guys, right? We're trying to break. Yeah, we're trying to... <laughs> this is the redemption arc for yeah. uh, priests. This is, a, this is a redemption arc for the Catholic Church. Yeah, the Catholic so, Church uh, uh, could definitely funnel some money into this. Starts film here. here. It's a yeah. good move, Spooky. Um, so he frees the children, but they can't go anywhere. So, like, he radios. Uh, Claude Coates and he's like we gotta solve this fast we gotta solve it before daylight we gotta solve it as soon as cause these kids need to get out of here we need to get a hospital he's a, a priest but he's also a doctor yes he's a priest doctor doctor priest doctor father Johnson yes PhD priest PhD priest is this just PhD. a way to save money on casting we just make a James Johnson like the Swiss army knife so that way anytime we need a character yeah. for a purpose he can just fill that role Mm-hmm. What yeah. about what? Are, oh. Like he's qualified to do anything. He's like, I'm also yeah. a locksmith. The guy who played Kingpin, Vincent D'Onofrio. What if he was the 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 PhD priest? I like that. I was looking right? to try to get a POC in there for that James Johnson. Oh, uh, okay. He's Italian. Okay. Does that count? What about James Johnson, the former Miami Heat player? Mm. Oh, that's a good one. He does know uh, Taekwondo. Nice. Oh. We, we could use that. Yeah, Andy's also like seven feet tall. <laughs> you could use that that's too. Part, we could dunk up some ghosts. That'll, honestly, that'll <laughs> that'll give us an interesting profile for the for the 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 uh, the whole, give a lot like, of press. silhouette of the of the group. So uh, at this time, Phoebe Wallace is in the and uh, what do you call Ooh. that room? Uh, like the guard inside garden. It's like a it's like a garden, but it's inside like, like an atrium. An atrium, yeah. So she's like in the atrium, and all these plants are coming alive. Very carnivorous little carnivorous plants. Carnivorous plants coming alive, and she has to fight them off um, to get back to the main hall. So she's like just she. She is also. She, I, I, I'll probably make her more of a, a fist to fist, more like the Daphne Blake, you know, when Daphne was a. Oh, like the she, movie version uh, of Daphne. Yeah. What mm-hmm. What about What about the the guy for PhD Priest? Uh, the other monk from uh, Doctor Strange, Wong. B.D. Wong. Is that his no. name, B.D. Wong? No. No, it's Benedict Wong, sorry. Benedict Wong, right? That's what I thought. I didn't want to. I thought I was, I was like, Benedict Cumberbatch? No. Yeah. I thought I was mixing him up. Benedict, Wong, Benedict Wong. Who played Wong? Yeah. Sure. He could be fun. I, I think that would be a good little priest guy. Yeah, he brings a good, good kind of energy. Because you need, like, some sort of, like, humor, probably. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You got to have the humor. It's the Haunted yeah. Mansion. Yeah. So, you know. uh, what part of the mystery is Phoebe going to uh, solve? Because I feel like each one of these characters needs to solve a piece of the mystery, or solve their way out of like their situation, right? And then figure it, figure something out because well, I of think it. they need to get out of like the okay, okay, I got it, I got it, I got it, and then get a so piece the, of the, the larger. So the the land the haunted mansion sits has been enveloped in fog, this mysterious fog where where sunlight can't come in. So, okay. she, and the and the thing that it's emitting all this fog is this plant, this giant 
a weird plant that was from the Amazon that the fa- the rich family once brung in <laughs> and like uh, Claude Coates manipulated it to produce this uh this tenacious fog. Tenacious Wait, doesn't he want the fog not to, to be there? No, he wants it there to keep the people trapped because if they leave, they die. Okay, so if the sunlight... Okay, okay, okay. So he's so blocking the sunlight so they gets, can leave? If sunlight gets to these shadows, they will go back Turn to, to their... Okay, so why doesn't he... Okay. Because he needs he wants them on the land. Maybe shadows... All maybe right. he, like, does something with the shadows. He makes, so they like... can't... Okay, so they also can't die. No. But here's the twist: the shadows that uh, they're sto- the people whose uh, shadows were stolen are being used to to uh, to uh, to make the uh, are they the, the zombies? zombies? Okay, okay. I see. So I the, see. so the shadows are in the zombies, and like once once the oh, so the people aren't the zombies; the shadows are the zombies. Yes. No, the, oh, the shadows are the zombies, or the yeah, shadows that's the twist. People? The shadows, the people who that's live there without a shadow. Are, are stuck there. They can't do anything. Their shadows are being used to operate these zombies. So is that what Ryan Gosling's character is going to find out? Yes. Okay. That's right, his so side of the mystery. Phoebe finds out how the weather is being controlled by mm. a large Amazonian plant. Yes. That she has to and battle. She battles. It's a hungry mm-hmm. plant. So she's able to defeat the plant, but it's at this point it's like 3 a.m., so now that she's defeated the plant, the fog will lift, and if they don't solve the case, all the people without the shadows will die. Can we mix the plant thing with uh with the uh, there's a person the, in pi- there, right? the piano ghost or whatever the the organ ghost the organist? sure he could he could be the person in like when he of plays that. the he plays the organ the fog comes out the or yeah the, like, the keys play he's the, like bred the plant the into the organ so that when he plays it like emits the fog that'd be a yeah, cool visual or, yeah. I think. And he's got like a little music book that's like, here you go, uh, like tells you how different weathers. Yeah, and then he he flips the switch on the organ and it becomes crazy synth pop. So while this is happening, uh, Claude Coates meets the famous, the famous lady in the hour in the uh, Madame Leota. Madame Leota. He meets her, and she tells him that Moria was once the head butler to the to the dread family who used to live to used to own the plot of land and one day um the dread family he he's been taking care of them for centuries and then one day they betrayed his trust in some way i'm not sure how they did that but uh he decided to just go ahead and they fired him he fired them and then can we have him like can we have him like touch the crystal ball and he like witnesses this happening yes so it's like a harry potter uh part uh it's like a harry potter part Harry Potter. There's Remember when Harry Potter goes it. into the where he opens Dumbledore's yeah, thing and he yeah. sees the past, something like that. Like so he sticks his face in that in that that bird bath and he gets all crazy. Yeah. So Moria murders the whole family. Damn, and he, Moria. He, Makes he, uses, them into he uses their bodies to summon up a de- uh, a ghostly presence that will allow him to create this power of stealing shadows and. Yeah, Giancarlo Esposito is probably available for this Moira role. Yeah. Uh, we should. <laughs> is he that too actually, scary? That'd actually be perfect. He actually be, would be perfect for that role. <laughs> he might be too scary. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, do you think he'll ever get to play like a lighthearted character ever again? He, oh man, he was in that show. Um, 
God, if you you probably won't remember this, but there was a show like the premise was there was an EMP that hit America and it set everything back to where no one has electronics and it kind of, everybody went back to like a colonial. T- I do kind thing. of remember that show. He was in that. He played kind of a good guy in that. He was bugging out and do the right thing as well, but that was a long yeah. time ago. That he's was fun. That was boys kind of a different. Too. He was a different role that in Do the right. right Thing than what he like. Now he's only only the Breaking Bad guy, and it's just yeah. like in a different context. Yeah. He played it so well, though. That's the thing. That's well. That's that's kind of what sucks about like Hollywood yeah. is if you he's play also a role playing good that enough, same you just role have in a video to play. game. Yeah, yeah. Basically, Gus Fring and Far Cry, right? It's and even, him even in the Mandalorian, he's like that same guy. Yeah. He's, 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 he's Watch the boys. Hey, I, honestly, I'm glad he's getting money. I mean, yeah, yeah I'm he sure he's not complaining. Yeah, he goes to those comic cons. He poses with everybody. Does that same yeah. blank face. People and love him. People do love him. I love him. People, I think he's great. I, I don't even know a thing about him. Giancarlo, if you're listening, we love you. Thank you for your support. Thank you. Please tell like some of your friends because we only have like 20 <laughs> listening. Uh, so John Car, uh, so he <laughs> learns of Moria's plan, and they all. So uh, now that Phoebe Wall, Phoebe defeated the 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 uh, organ playing ghost, and James Johnson found the children. The is is uh, there also? I think there should be another ghost attached to the to the children. The children, like the children, like like who? Like yeah, a, who is like guarding a, the bride? The bride, the bride. Oh, the headless bride. Or the, the headless that? bride will be watching over. And the, the box ghost. I like that. Two. They watch goes. over the children. So James Johnson defeats. Oh, he, it's both of them. Yeah, he defeats both of them with his epic. With the power of Christ, and doctor and Catholic relief, uh, religion belief. backing him. Okay. Uh, so they all meet up back at the uh, like main a, hall. No, nah, never mind. They all meet back at the main hall, and they all see Moria standing standing at the top of the of the balcony. He's actually just floating. And they all... I'm not sure what's going to happen here, but... Um, Who's floating? John Carlos, John Carlos flo- is floating above them. Wind okay. is whirling. His eyes, torn his eyes glowing. Maybe maybe shadows are starting to appear everywhere. I think the know? zombies are starting to come into the house, but... Uh, doing, they start banging on the door. They're, they're, the they're trying, trying to get in. He's trying to control them. His eyes are rolling back. Also, the, I, I'm going to give John Carlos a little bu- bump here. He's going to be having long hair. Oh, long hair. That would be interesting. Long hair, and it's all floating. It's all going Luscious crazy. Locks. Uh, Claude Coates has a uh, Lolita under his shoulder. He took the crystal ball because she she can Leota. she she has the uh, magic. Uh, she has the Necronomicon of what if he's got like a, she like has a knowledge side of, the, of the underworld of the underworld and the the language that she's he, kind he of like uh, she acts as like the Medusa head. Kind yeah. Of. And uh, actually, plot twist. Uh, can we have a side? Uh, before, before we resolve what's happening, can we have like a side adventure with the the dead hamster? Like, sure. What does he get into? Like, what, aren't what, there like dead dogs in the haunted mansion? Right, there's there a no, dead dog somewhere. Dead dogs. Dead there's a, ghost there's a dog. live dog. The, the The groundskeeper has a live dog. Um, yeah, but he's a he. We already saw him. I guess we could do. Hmm. The hitchhiking ghosts. I guess that's probably you want to do a sting with that at the end, right? Oh, he could fight the bus. He could see the busts, the flood, the the, the, the singing bus. <laughs> he gets swallowed by a bus. Uh, what if he gets like he has to go through like the pipes of the organ and like? Oh, so him and Phoebe Wallace. Yeah, he goes with Phoebe okay. Wallace, and and right. so he has to like kind of help with that. 
So the, she takes on the plant, and he takes on, to, like, turning the organ off, like, by chewing the strings and whatnot. Yeah. Okay. So they, they're all at the main hall. The zombies are coming in. Phoebe and James Johnson, the priest, are fighting the zombies back while uh, Claude Coates tries to exercise uh, Moria. It's this epic battle of uh, of the, the so uh, little Lolita, the the, the lady in uh, lady in Leota. there. Uh, she Madame. She the gives Express. she she gives she gives Cla- she gives Claude Coates an ounce of her uh, ghostly power. So he starts to float and start he starts chanting at Mori and this is epic chanting like uh, their throat singing. Against so he other. loses. Okay, so he uses like his ghost like connection to like suck bond with Leota out of the ball into him. Yeah. And that gives him the power to float and uh do this weird monastic Epic. chant. Yeah. Or maybe just having her like, like he whoa, is she's whoa, a conduit whoa. of the ghost world and he can just like yeah, amplify he's it. tapping he's tapping into that power and he's and this is big oh, fight sick. happening and they're all pushing the house is being torn apart. Like it's by the end the the house will just be the ruins. Okay, real quick, uh, before we do this, what's the goal? What's what's uh, what's Mora's goal? He just uh, he wants to just to live on that piece of land and like continue he to doing collect that? shadows, huh? Isn't he doing that already? Yeah, I mean, well, his I think his main goal is probably just to to um, expand his operation a little bit. There's also children, his dude. Operation. Remember? They're yeah, the children apart. are falling apart. The brittle okay. children. All right, so can we make it a point that it has um, that that at some point earlier, we mentioned that like more and more property, like the property has been seeming to expand. Mm-hmm. So like, so like this entire village now has been t- taken by it. So it's like now the 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 whole surrounding area is under threat of becoming part of this shadow pact. Yeah. It seems like this place could also have had like a, like a junkyard lot of just like people who get lost, you know, get stuck there and they can't leave, you know, like mm-hmm. you get, a foggy, you know, uh, like a, they kind of get they take a wrong turn while they're traveling and somehow just disappear. Oh, and so they like, just, uh, when they get there, they're like walking through all these abandoned cars that are like covered in vines. Yeah, and shit. like, like you know how uh, Claude Coates's car shut out in the beginning, you know, some people could have just stumbled into it, you know, like. That's interesting. I like that. Um, okay, sorry. Now let's get back to the climax. So the epic battle is happening. Um, house is being torn asunder, and eventually, uh, Moria is defeated. So it's like a sound battle. It's not. I would say like a lot of stuff is being thrown, but it's like a battle between like he's just chanting. I mean, Claude Coach is just chanting like a. The, okay. uh, the incantation maybe, to maybe the demon like... that's inside of him. What about the, what if the Dread family, you know, kind of shows sure. up and sure. like helps Claude like overcome? How about all of the ghosts? Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, how about they we all do fly this? to the portraits? Um, the, uh, all the all the imprisoned ones. Moira is using all of the spirit that he sucked out of these kids, and and then so uh, uh, Leota is able to channel all like the nine hundred ninety nine ghosts that live in the house to just like all like the good ghosts get all up inside Ryan Gosling. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and use him to like, like, no, amplify his chanting. Yes. Cool. So eventually, there uh, Moria is defeated, and uh, how about he gets put in the ball? They, they put he him. explodes. Oh, he, him and him and, and him and uh, he's him and, he's able he's able to pull Leota out of the ball and put Mario in the ball. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it will free free her, and she can go back to, uh, or she can just go live a peaceful afterlife. 
Sure. And then well, all of the shadows and spirit return back to the kids, and they get a little bit better. And they yeah, get better. They look like and kids the, again. The uh, emergency. The, sh- the shadows blow out of the the the, 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 like the smokestack of the, the haunted mansion. Stop just cover the like, town. The kids stop looking like old apple cores. Yeah. Uh, the case is solved. The authorities are rushing on the scene, taking over James Johnson's friend that gave him the, the gave him the job of former uh, the the property lawyer comes. He explains and he everything. Grows a big white beard and says, "I was Santa Claus the whole time." What yeah. What about what if what about his his wife and his kid was there? Like oh. like like you like know he's like oh I didn't know you had a wife and a kid for blah 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 blah. Oh, so he's he like, tricked hey, him. Okay, so he like explains why he tricked him into doing this. Yeah, you know yeah maybe something like that you know. Yeah. Yeah. Pick my body back. So then, thank you. I knew you could do it. Uh, the ending credit will just be that if there is a sequel to this, uh, Giancarlo Esposito would be the Moria would continue to be in the ball, and he would help. He would be helping James John, uh, the the crew now. He would be the. They like take him on the road. Yeah, they put him in like a bowling bag because he during this whole yeah. time he explains to them that there are stronger, more powerful ghosts. You think I'm the only one? Yes. <laughs> Okay. I'm not the only like the So they have to go to like. Of ghosts. like well, they, they have to go to like the other. He's got one nut. The other haunted mansions. So one to go to like the Tokyo one. he goes down, he wants On to take bike. everyone down. The Mystic yep. Manor. He's dope. I think that's dope. interesting. I think that sets up an interesting. Uh, I'm sure they would love to make more than one of these. Yeah. And that is the Haunted Mansion 2025. Uh, just the Haunted Mansion? The, the movie was called The Haunted Mansion, yeah. Uh, but you, okay. you expect it to be done by 2025. Yeah. When we'll all be over COVID, it'll be theaters are open and ready for mm-hmm. business again. And Ryan Gosling is thirty something years old still. Ryan mm-hmm. Gosling continues to be thirty. I mean, he could be old. any age to play this role. Uh, it's true; he could be aged. Yeah. Well, thank you. I really enjoyed that. Um, I think, this was fun. Yeah, I think there, that'd be there's like a real good. I'd watch. I like this. the spookier take. Yeah, I'd watch this. Uh, yeah, I would watch this. Uh, so. Should we cast the the uh, Phoebe or? Hmm. Well, she's the only person we liked in it. I thought that based on the name, you you had a pretty specific person in in mind. Did not. Uh, it's not Phoebe Waller's Bridge. No. Okay. It could. Be, I mean, Dennings. it could be honestly anybody. I, I like. I I I, I, I left. I, I leave Kat it up Dennings? to ever whoever wants to cast it. You could do Aubrey Plaza. She's a little spooky. Sure. Oh, that'd be fun. Aubrey. That'd although she could also be Madame Leota. True. Hmm. She may want to do that more. She might be, yeah. She might be spooky enough to be Madame Leota. She actually would be better as Madame Leota. Uh, who's, uh, who's? I don't in know, Madame right Leota. Now? I'm thinking. Uh, oh man. Oh, what if we get um, Jonah Jonah Hill's sister? What's her name? Uh, no. What about Angela no, Bassett? No. What to, about is this character Angela has Bessette? to have has to has to, has to be uh, somewhat athletic. Get to be doing a lot of. There's gonna be some stunts that she's gonna. She have to can do. kick ass. Um, what about Angela Bassett, Bassett for? Uh, are you trying to say Angela Madam Bassett? Le- Madam Leota Bassett? Is that it? Yeah. Angela Bassett. Angela Bassett. Yeah, Angela Bassett. Yeah. What about her for she Madam Leota? 62. Oh, for Madam Leota. Okay. That could be fun. Right. Oh, you know who I'll probably uh, who I want is Phoebe Wallace, and uh, it's going to be. Uh, then Aubrey Plaza could uh, be Phoebe. Her name is. Uh, the girl from uh, It Follows. The girl uh, from It Follows. Her name. Micah uh, Monroe. Or Micah Monroe. Okay. Mm. She was in Independence Day, wasn't she? She, she was. was. She was. She's also in a movie I saw recently called Hot Summer Nights. 
Oh, how was that? Not good. <laughs> <laughs> I think you, Nick. I think your dad would enjoy it because there's a there's a guy in there who has a thick, thick uh, Massachusetts yeah. accent. Chowder Have you accent. seen Chowder hot head. summer nights? Chowder. Chowder These nights. They're so hot in the summer. I would love yeah. to yeah. hear my dad right. take a crack whole, at pronouncing Timothy you know, Chalamet. He, Remember the remember the uh, hot uh, wet hot American summer the the guy who would do the uh, the voice the uh, narration the honeybee guy oh yeah. Uh, yeah, the... imagine that like in a Perfect. like that that is being that's narrating hot summer nights pretty much like Oof. let me tell you the summer of eighty four yuck oh, <laughs> the summer of chowder oh, that sounds awful awesome. <laughs> all right well I'm probably not gonna watch that but I will no. be watching Haunted Mansion in twenty twenty five yeah it's coming out. Being well, directed for, by Denis Villeneuve, uh, we're getting him. Oh, of course. Uh, it seems a little mm. seems a little below him at the. <laughs> I mean, he's a personal friend of mine. He'll do it. Oh, okay, well, if you got him, on okay, board. well, you got those connections. That's well, thank good. you for coming on, Spooky. Do you want to uh, plug your pod right now? Uh, Not yes, our pod, I'll pod. plug it again. The On the Level Podcast. It's a conversational podcast. You know, we talk about all things ranging from politics to video games. Surely uh, you do. What's your uh, What's your Twitter right now? My Twitter is at God, man. I I don't even. I don't, Jeez, I'm isn't it at, at Scooty right Boo? Oh, it's at Scooty Boo. At Scooty Boo. Scooty Boo spelled S C O O D Y B zero zero. Cool. All right. Well, thank you for coming on. Uh, uh, if you want to stick around, you can hear uh, Nick's producer pick for next week. Yeah, Nick's gonna. I guess give us some options. Yeah, Hi, Nick. What you know, do we got? So this is our first uh, Halloween, and I think we're gonna just miss it a little bit. But we're gonna we're have gonna a miss lot it of, by two weeks. Sorry, but little, you'll get a little extra spooks little, outside of the spooky I mean, season, which can't yeah, be bad. Yeah, no one's gonna be able to really go out for Halloween too much, except for down here in Florida. I'm sure we'll be out in full force. But I think about Halloween every day of the year when it's not October. So. Yeah. So okay. November, we're gonna do. Um, I want you guys to pitch me your version of a universal classic monster flick. It could be something that's clearly already been made from the 50s or recently oh. made and just see how you would do it. It could be something that's... So you want our intent. approach to the dark universe? Yes, I want your approach to the dark oh. universe. Because I saw The Invisible Man and I was pleasantly surprised by that. I Basically that. everything else has been dog shit um since the there's on creature of the black lagoon there's not been any good takes all right uh clearly uh i think this is a great idea i'm very excited this is fun uh uh, kurt we have to make sure we're not gonna we'll we'll communicate outside of this that we're not pitching the same monster yeah I, i i yeah all right. Well, thank you for listening to Creative Indifferences. We'll be back next week with a spooky November podcast. It's been fun. Uh, it's cool having our first outsider guest, Eric. This was cool. Thanks for no problem, guys. Giving Anytime. us an idea. Anytime. And all right, have some fun. Be safe. Colin, did be you send safe. The check yet? Yeah, the checks in the mail. Bye.